0: Boys, we are back, coming at you uh, smack dab in the middle of the NBA Finals, which uh, the first game went to script with Denver (laughs) sort of, you know, handily beating them by double digits. Game two did not go to script. Miami comes out, hits a million threes in the fourth quarter, stuns Denver to tie up the series. Going back to Miami at (laughs) one-one. Now, Dad, let's. Who would have thought? Who would have thought, Eddie? Let's start here. Is it time to just relinquish defeat with this Miami team? Because if you've paid any attention to this podcast over the last two months or so, we've been very dismissive of this run that they've been on. I mean, I don't know. I I still have Denver winning the series. I think they're oh, yeah. still ultimately going to get it done. But we've been wrong about Miami nonstop. So what yeah. the fuck do I know? Honestly, yeah. I mean, but I know. maybe Miami could be winning the title in, in a week. <laughs> and we'll we'll be saying, eh, I, I don't know. I still I know. don't buy them. You know, I, I just know. I, I don't know what it is, and uh, I I mean maybe we were wrong, maybe we were just wrong about the seat team the whole fucking time.
1: Well, I don't think we were wrong. I just think we underestimated them. Um, you know, based on their history all during the regular season. But no, they they've been listen. They're doing it through defense and three point shooting and yeah. the awesomeness of Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy had a shitty game one. Um, and the other oh here's an interesting stat like um, Caleb Martin. Um, Max Struess and uh, Dunk Robinson were Duncan something Robinson. like uh, Duncan Robinson. Oh, oh, for fourteen or something um, uh, in game one. Like none of them, none of those guys scored. They didn't make a single point. And in game two, Struess hit what six threes in the first half. Like, and then it was Robinson in the fourth
0: quarter. Yeah, you're, right. And Gabe, Gabe Vincent went off. You're right. And it, you you hit the nail on the head. It's it's they play great defense they're incredibly well-coached and they're incredibly disciplined, especially on the defensive end. And, you know, offensively, you're right. Honestly, it's kind of held together by duct tape a little bit, but they take a ton of threes and they have some good shooters, which is a great equalizer. And, and then they have a guy who down the stretch of games, and we can discuss the Jimmy Butler sort of where he falls on the pantheon of NBA players. I think that that discussion has changed after this run, but Regardless of what mm-hmm. you think of Jimmy, he's a closer, a legitimate A-plus class list scorer. And he can get a great shot yeah, or get to the I mean, free throw line. He, at the end of games, it's just what he does, Dad. Like, and and the, when mm-hmm. their game plan is simple. They muck the game up because they know if we can just hang around with six minutes to go, Jimmy's going to either get, get to the line or he's going to get a great shot. He's mm-hmm. just one of those guys. Yeah. and um i mean i think if if they win the title he's for sure a top 10 player he has to be and even if they don't i still think you have to put him in that 8 to 12 sort of range now you just do Mm -hmm. he's yeah and i mean when it matters most and and it's interesting because to me he kind of this is the secret thing he kind of looks like he's got nothing left in the tank he's got a bum Mm -hmm. ankle he's been playing so hard for you know the last three three rounds and change yeah and he almost is like it's like kind of what LeBron tried to do, where he's kind of a decoy for the first three quarters, yeah. Because he knows he's got to he's got to have something left in the tank in the fourth quarter. But I mean, honestly, like when you break it down, it's pretty simple. They're incredibly well coached. They throw a ton mm-hmm. of crazy defensive schemes. I know you disagree that Eric Spoelstra's. The best coach in the league, he is. So you're wrong uh, about that one. <laughs> I sorry, still but, disagree, but no, he's. Well, a really sorry, good coach. Uh, sorry. I mean, it's just it's an on discussion at this point. But
1: right, as <laughs> uh, the- you. Well, uh, I mean, but no, seriously though. Like no, seriously. I I hey, listen. The guy's a, a, a fantastic coach. There's no denying it. But uh, the best ever? No, or the best no, coach in the league? No, the best in no. the league. He's the best coach in the league. I I hey, listen. I like I like Spolstra, uh, you know, I I not as much as you do, but whatever. Um, no, but you but, know, and, okay, and I whatever, you know, regardless of the other your thing, comp- but here's the other thing that I like about Spolstra is I love the way they, they just mix in those that Miami zone. Like, Denver does not know how to deal with it. Nobody does. Nobody's been able... The
0: Celtics were completely lost trying to trying to play against it. And and that's I my know. point. The Heat are, are... They're a great defensive team, and they have a closer. And in the playoffs, that's a really good combination. That's what yeah. you want, you yeah. know? And, yes, offensively, do they have the, the star-level talent that a lot of teams do? No, they don't. No. But they're able to just muck these games up and give themselves a chance going down the stretch and then just give the ball to Jimmy and he like i said he gets some good shots it's, um, it's
1: it's it's i know it's an interesting formula because i i don't know if it's sustainable right like you look at denver and, and, and let's go back to game 1 for a second denver was just firing on all cylinders i mean cylinders they uh they they looked like an unbeatable team jokic was un- unbelievable uh he had what 41 and 10 and i mean the guys are averaging a triple double so i mean uh, uh he he had an awesome game and Murray played well. Um, the supporting guys were great. And the whole team just, like, looked as a complete team, right? And game two, same thing. They, I mean, they, well, game two was interesting because Miami jumped out to a huge lead. Yeah, that's right. And uh, and then Denver came back. They actually had, a, a, I think, a three-point lead at the half. And then they were up by eight going into the fourth. Yep. It looked like I had the feeling like, okay, they're going to go up 2-0. Everything yeah, we was all coming did. along. And yeah. and then all of a sudden hell broke loose and uh, I don't know I, it's I, I mean I, I kind of like it because I I don't want to see a sweep um, but this series is is going to go longer than I think both of us thought I still have Denver in six. Well, you had Denver in 5. I had Denver I know. In six. I know.
0: I know. I I still think they're going to win the series. It just might go a little longer than I thought. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think I and that's why I say I think it's I think it's going to go 6, but I
0: think the Nuggets got shell-shocked a little bit last night. Like you said, they were in control going into the fourth quarter. They got a little frustrated with the whis- with the whistle, I found. Uh, yeah. Particularly Jokic and it looked like they kind of lost their composure a little bit offensively. Yeah. And but th- this is what Miami does man they 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 hang around in these games I know and they they're able to run off these runs cuz they can they hit a lot of threes and they have a closer it's just a good formula and, to have and
1: also they're using bam really well like coming off the screen and roll high screen and roll high pick and roll um, and he's been able, able to hit those, like, um, elbow jumpers that are, yep. that, you know, before uh, Jokic comes to block. So he's been getting those mid-range jump shots um, that have been killing uh, Denver.
0: Even to me, like, I think Denver's, I think they'll live with Bam taking that shot. Because yeah, to oh, me, yeah. if if I'm coaching against the Heat, and, you know, whatever, like I, I obviously don't know nearly as much as any NBA-level coach. But to me, my game plan would be, they're not going to beat us with Bam sh- taking the- taking mid-range jump shots. They're just no. not. So I would concede that. But the key to stopping Miami is you can't let them hit a, a ton of threes. You just right. can't do it. You nope. have to stay connected to those guys. You can't bite on Jimmy's pump fakes and and draw let him draw double teams and get to the rim and mm-hmm. kick out to shooters. And you have to be disciplined in transition. And, uh, I-, and I mean, their defense feeds their offense as well, right? But right. they got guys that move and that pass the ball – and I mean, I'll be—I'll be honest. Duncan Robinson and Max Struess are elite three-point shooters. Mm-hmm. That
1: well, you can't. Struess is. I mean, Duncan Robinson. No, but Duncan he is Robinson, though. Well, he was last year, and this year he's been like he—he uh, he was MIA during the regular season. Like that yes, guy couldn't Dad, get playing time.
0: Sure, but when he's on and he's playing with confidence right now, yeah, now he's he the kind—he's the kind of shooter that you cannot leave open. You just well, can't he's like—he's
1: like, he's like a, a poor man's hero, right? So uh yeah. and who's who might be coming back actually he's
0: kind of well yeah kind but he's 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 like Kyle Korver or you know or one of those guys like he's just yeah you you cannot lose him and he so he does a so great if job Miami if Miami basketball. gets
1: if Miami gets Harrow back uh like say I don't think he's going to play I don't think really? he's going to play no i just
0: at this point the games are so high intense to just bring a guy cold off yeah, the bench into game for the NBA finals like it's just it's a lot to ask if you ask well, me well, uh,
1: they might need and, him.
0: <laughs> well, I, I just don't know what he's giving you at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it, there's there's a ramp up that kind of has to happen to get to this point. Yeah. You know, you can't just bring a guy cold who hasn't played in a month and a half and ask him to contribute in a finals game. Like I said, that's that's a big ask. I kind of – I've always kind of felt like if he didn't play in the conference finals, like, yeah. I, I don't know. And everybody's saying, oh, they might get hero back. To me, it's just overblown. Like, I just don't yeah. – even if you bring him back, I don't know – Like I don't expect him to go for how much you get out of him.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I have a question. So, so what is what is Denver? uh, What adjustments do Denver have to do? Does Denver have to do uh, in Game Three? Like, um, where do they go? Like, I I thought I thought they played really well in Game Two. They just had a collapse in the fourth quarter. So, what's the answer?
0: Well, it's the defense. They have to play defense. Yeah, Yeah, And, yeah, and, And I mean, it's the finals. And Mike Malone said it after the game. You know, they they got outworked. And they they didn't have a defensive integrity in that fourth quarter. That's and right. And they also let the whistle get to them. Like, you know, they, they let mm-hmm. that frustrate them. I mean, offensively, they're a machine, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're going to be able to score against anybody, but they're going to have to figure Miami out the zone, a, Miami,
1: man. Miami did a good job on Murray in game two. Like, I think Jamal they did had, a great job on Jamal. They on did a great 16, job on Jamal. But he still had 16 and 10 or something like that? Yeah, like, but, but
0: he's been averaging 27 in, in the playoffs. Yeah. So, and that was clearly their game plan that we're going to yeah. stay home on Jokic because he's better as a distributor. And we're not going to let Jamal go crazy on us, which was right. smart. Yeah. Which goes yeah. back to uh, the fact that Eric Spolster is the best coach in the league. Um, <laughs> <laughs> going back to Miami again. Yeah. I, I, and look, <laughs> Denver's been shaky on the road this year. Yeah, like, I know. Miami might fucking win the title. I don't know. If they do, that would I don't would... know.
1: It's it's hey, you know what? That's what I love about the finals is that it could go this could go 7 this could either way. Uh I can see Miami winning, I can see Denver winning. Like it, it, it there's it, it's that's what makes it exciting this finals because, you know, there's there, these are two teams that that are completely in opposite makeup, you know what I mean? And that's and and they're both playing well. So uh, Denver's me, clearly a, got more talent. They just they did. have clearly more and, talent, but Miami plays their ass off. So, Miami, well, a, Miami's
0: uh, just, you know, they do and Miami they've got this black magic Pat Riley spell going on where it's just mm-hmm. they've entered into a different realm and sometimes a team just gets going, man. I mean, look at the fucking 07 Giants who were <laughs> seriously, you know, they're shitty all year, win yeah. a wild card game to, to to get in, win three road games and all of a sudden beat uh, the best uh team ever in the Super Bowl right and yeah. it's everyone's yeah. kind of looking around like what the fuck just happened like yeah. sometimes yeah. sometimes the team just gets hot at the right time and this Miami yeah. team is they're playing well at the right time Kyle's mm-hmm. doing stuff off the bench he's he can't really score anymore but he still does his little annoying
1: shit that hey, um, he does he he's, he he's a pain in the ass and yeah, that's great he's right. uh, I love Lowry <laughs> to this I, I day mean, I love him the guy me but, too I mean, but <laughs> she's no he's playing Lowry. great right and uh hold that thought cuz that's
0: something i want to um i want to touch on later when we have a bit of a raptors discussion yeah look it's it was a surprising win mm-hmm. i've been pretty dismissive like i opened the podcast with of the heat all season and i don't know maybe i'm
1: wrong maybe maybe we're both just wrong about this team uh, we'll find out on wednesday i mean like you know yeah. this is um like I say, I I I agree with you. I think uh, Denver ultimately is going to win the series, but it Miami sure is making it interesting and good for that. We need you know the the NBA needs a, a competitive finals. Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know, fucking Miami. Um, anything else? Any other
1: thoughts on on the finals so far? No, I'm I'm enjoying it, man. Like it's this Do is. Do you think Jimmy basketball. Butler's a top
0: fifteen player?
1: You know, I I, I for me, uh, I've got a list of. <laughs> Top 20 players in the NBA of all time. Uh no, mean... I'm
0: not saying of all time. Oh, of, I'm not of saying all of all time. Is oh, he a top and, and, 10 player in the league right now? I think I he has say, to be.
1: I think he's top 15 for sure. But yeah, yeah maybe top 10. Yeah. Maybe I top 10. I said
0: he's he has to be in the eight to twelve range now. Despite I've never been a Jimmy guy, but you can't you just can't argue against it. He, he's he's fucking carrying well, I mean,
1: okay. this. Okay, so okay, so let's see, let's see. Okay. Uh number one, Giannis. Number two. Um oh, uh, I would say Jokic is number one. Oh, okay. Jokic, then Giannis, and Embiid. Uh, Embiid, uh, Luka. Doncic. Yep. Yeah. Um. Who else? Uh, Jason Tatum. Tatum. Yep. Um. I would go with uh, Steph. Steph. <laughs> yeah. Duh. LeBron. Um, LeBron.
0: I think still has to at least be mentioned. But then once after that, I mean. That's seven.
1: Uh, There's seven guys right there. Right, and then, then and we're start missing. Into and we're the... missing. We're missing a ton. So. Well, I mean, we're Kawhi, depending on how you think of him. Kawhi, Jalen Brown.
0: I think Jimmy's better than Jalen Brown. Maybe, yeah, 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 probably, yeah. He just yeah. kicked his ass. I mean, yeah, like what, yeah, okay. what? better evidence he need than that? All right, all uh, right, yeah, okay, all right. Uh, uh, Paul George. I think Jimmy's better than Paul fucking George.
1: Yeah, he's Donovan than Mitchell. George. I mean, come oh, on. Oh, I don't know. Donovan Mitchell might be better. But Please. Donovan Mitchell doesn't play his defense. Please,
0: what has Donovan Mitchell done in the playoffs lately? Tell me that. Yeah, Dad.
1: nothing. Yeah, all right. Right. Hey,
0: you might be right. So he might be top ten. I'm just saying. I I think at this point you have to. He's got to be in that discussion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Kevin, oh Devin Booker definitely. Well, oh, Booker, yeah. Durant, you know, I mean, it's debatable, but. The yeah. way he's playing, it's completely elevated uh, his his status in the game, and it's so well.
1: He, he, yeah, I mean, I would put Booker and 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 Durant ahead of Jimmy in in Okay, fine. So 10. that's I
0: don't we're now, at what, so eleven then, so, now.
1: No, no. So Jimmy comes in at ten.
0: Right, and that's you know. Then he maybe if you want to throw a Dame Lillard at me, uh, I'll listen. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but I, honestly, like, I, I, no, you're point, right. You yeah, know, I mean, to, like, win like, title, uh, to win a title to win a title, Dad, I, I think I'd rather have Jimmy at this point than dame lillard like i mean the proof's in the pudding man he's dragged this shitty ass team and they're three three wins away from a fucking title
1: i know um well you know what you know it reminds me of uh those laker years where kobe was the only good player on the team and he just willed them to win sometimes um, I mean, he's
0: fucking Kobe, dad. Like we're
1: talking No, I know, I know. We're
0: talking about Jimmy Butler here.
1: Like, I, know, I, mean, I know, I know, I you
0: know. You know what I'm saying? Like this is which is the fact that you just made that comparison goes to show how fucking crazy this has been.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, and and
0: and this is not the first time he's done this because in the bubble he did the same thing.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know, man. It's pretty crazy. Let's take a quick break and let's talk about the draft. Okay. All right, coming back now. The draft is a couple weeks away. Lots of interesting stuff going on. There's some Raptors thoughts I want to get to as well. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: what, what have you been hearing about the draft in terms, like, what do you think is going to happen from a Raptors perspective?
1: I, um, from what I've been hearing, is the uh, the Raps want to trade up. Obviously, they have the number oh, yeah. 13 pick. Um, they want to get Scoot, I think, um, or Miller. Uh, they're not going to get Juan Biana, Um but well, <laughs> um, no, they're not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, – so, I don't know. I think I think that's in the works. I think they're probably going to trade OG. Uh, they might even trade Pascal. Um, Freddie's gone. Um, they might trade – Freddie's Trent. a free agent,
0: dad. Freddie's a free agent. Yeah, so he's, so he's going to walk. He's has so
1: gone. He's gone, and and Gary Trent, I think, is gone. So, um, it's going to be a completely different team. I think they're going to keep – Scott. Oh, obviously, they're going to keep Scotty, but um, – uh, I think they're going to try and build around him and get. Uh, I, they might keep Pirtle, uh, but I think they're going to try and make a play for uh, for either Scoot Henderson or uh, Brandon Miller and in 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 number two or three spots. So we'll see. But here's the thing, though. I mean, here's the thing. It's it's you're either dealing with Portland or or Houston, right? So but Houston's in the four seed, so
0: that doesn't help them.
1: That's right? true. Yeah,
0: it's Charlotte that has a second pick. Now, this is what it's going to be interesting because I agree. I think. The plate. It's clear that they want Scoot Henderson. They've been yeah. linked to Scoot. He had a great workout. He really good friends with Scotty Barnes. Right. Apparently, he really impressed them at his at the workout. To me, trading up to Portland at the three spot is what you would do. Right. Now the question is, does Charlotte take Scoot at two and just say, "Fuck mm-hmm. it, we're just," and from what I've heard, they're leaning towards Brandon Miller. Interesting. So because if they, they already don't... have a point guard. Right. Which I think exactly. is stupid. I think it's stupid. Because yeah. to me, when you're bad, just d- like don't worry about fit. Just take the best
1: fucking player and figure it out. Right. Yeah, but they gotta let you, but you're right, though. They got a lamelo. So they don't need scoot. They they need you know a forward or whatever. Do you remember when the Raptors drafted Chris Bosch
0: over Dwayne Wade because they yeah. had Vince Carter? Right. You know what I'm saying? When you're yeah, bad, yeah. don't worry yeah, about fit. Just no. take the fucking best player and yeah. figure it out. You know, doesn't I don't give a shit if they
1: play the. So, same. Okay, but, so so but for Charlotte's some reason,
0: Charlotte's a stupid team. Charlotte's a really yeah. stupid team, so they might fuck reason. it up.
1: Uh, so so if, if they don't fuck it up, and if they do take Scoot, then I think you'll um, see the Raptors trade for, for Brandon for trade. Miller. No,
0: no, for Scoot. If if Charlotte takes Brandon Miller, and Scoot falls to three, I think the Raps will make a trade for the third for the third pick.
1: Yes, but, but if 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 uh, Charlotte takes scoot at, at number two I don't do the think raps, they do it for no nope, do the raps uh um trade OG and or a package for I don't Brandon think they do. Miller? I nope, don't think they I don't do think,
0: I don't and also with the <laughs> with how uh, did you see the whole uh Justin Trudeau gun anti-gun violence thing? You no. know, all that. They just had the whole ceremony with Maasai and they did this whole day anti-gun <laughs> violence in Canada. Brandon Miller was arrested on fucking gun charges this year. Like, he's <laughs> not the kind of guy that yeah. that this organization uh, – it was a huge <laughs> scandal. He was clear to the charges, but, like, it was a right. real thing. Yeah. Um, and they've kept it really quiet. Uh, <laughs> I've been hearing that in, in all his interviews, like, he has not wanted to go into the whole thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't see the Raptors trading up to draft that guy. So no, no, it'll no. all hinge on what Charlotte does at the two seed. Yeah. Uh, in the, in the, in the two spot, because if they take scoot, then the Raps are fucked.
1: Mm-hmm. Honestly. Yep. They, yeah, They're they
0: fucking screwed. And then, yeah. I, I mean, th- then what you're, you're looking at, I don't think then, then you're looking at trading for the fourth pick Yeah. for Houston and Jalen green, like whoopty shit, you know, that doesn't yeah. excite me. No. Um, I think they're they're a fucking mess. They are a mess. We'll see. And and you know what else? Yeah. You know what else? This whole coaching search has really bothered me.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: And I'll be honest, we're two weeks away from the draft now, Dad. We've Mm -hmm. had six weeks since they fired Nick Nurse.
1: I know. Now,
0: I'm just a guy who watches basketball, okay? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know anything about the mechanics of running a basketball team. Right. But even I know – that it's probably a good idea to have your new coach in, in time for the the pre-draft process. Yeah. I I, I don't know. Call me crazy. Like they've had guys for two weeks coming in and working out. They don't even have a fucking coach.
1: I know. I know.
0: Just fucking hire somebody already. Not only that, but the three guys that they've boiled it down to are all kind of meh. If you ask me, and I know what's going to happen. It's going to be Sergio Scarillo, Great.
1: Oh God.
0: A guy who was on Nick Nurse's
1: staff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <sighs> I, I just no, don't get I, it. I, I
0: just
1: don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I I yeah. I mean, and I, I heard that uh, uh you know last week uh the news was like, oh, the Raptors are really close to announcing a coach, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, no, I mean the clock's ticking, right? So as you said, um <laughs> like get a coach in place before the draft. Yeah, That's what you gotta get do. Get somebody
0: in, so there's a fucking plan yeah i just uh, don't get I, it and I and know. this brings me to the point i wanted to say and we've been talking about this a lot
1: i oh, don't here think we go. Masai
0: Ujiri, no listen to me and indulge me for a minute because you got to let this breathe okay
1: no i know I what you're going to say
0: i don't think that masai and bobby webster are doing a good job at all and i don't think they have for the last three years
1: mm, interesting that's a hot take um, I mean, I, I agree with you. I I think they've been trying for the last couple of years, really? um, but yeah, I do. I really do. Uh, and they're, these are smart guys. I mean, my the best are uh, they? GM. Are they though? He's, is he's he? the best. Ex- yes, he is. He's the best exec in the NBA. Yes, he is. Well, yeah, he is. Um, but, um, you know, everybody has their faults and. Hey, listen, I'm willing to give the guy, um, you know, uh, some slack, cut the guy some slack, but listen, uh, no, those guys know what they're doing. I, I think they fucked up in their decision last year to sort of go. Oh, let's get everyone six nine and everyone play multi positions and we can interchange and blah 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 and we'll have no center and blah well no point guard. It and- was a gimmick. It was like it, it, it was worked for the first it was worked for the first two weeks and then it just died. And they tried to recreate it this year and it didn't work because they didn't because their injuries and bad personnel and and Nick Nurse uh, running the starters into the ground. There's a million reasons why it didn't work. But uh, I, I, hey, listen, I, I, I don't think I'm not going to give up on those guys. They know they know how to fix it, I think. And uh, I think it, it's going to be a painful process. It's not going to happen overnight, but I really do think the Raptors are going to make a whole wholesale changes and and empty the the cupboard and get some new people in and 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 a new coach, and so start again. Right? Yeah. Hopefully, they have a new coach by September. Um,
0: <laughs> okay. Can I push back a little bit here? Yeah. Let me take you back to to the going into the 2020-21 season in Tampa Bay, which mm-hmm. was. One of the worst, most abysmal seasons in franchise history. Now, look, everybody was very quick, (laughs) I might add you, very quick to blame the, oh, they're in Tampa, whatever, they get a free pass. If that's the hill you want to die on, fine. I won't fight it. But if they were actually a good team, would it have mattered that much? Like, I'm just – there was a lot – they got a a lot of slack cut for them that year because, oh, it was such a disaster being in Tampa. I watched those open gym documentaries, dude. They all had their own rented-out mansion on the beach. I mean, it wasn't like they were living in fucking Alcatraz, right? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot's been made of, oh, the Tampa stuff. Like, I'm just saying, if it was the one Lakers, I'm pretty sure that team still wins 55 games and it doesn't fucking matter where they're playing. Just Mm -hmm. saying. But Mm -hmm. if that's your take, fine. I'll let you have that one. But let's go to some of the moves that they've made. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they let they let Marcus they let Marcus and Serge Ibaka walk in free agency before that season. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Which look, both guys were kind of washed. Marcus Paul mm-hmm. was totally washed. It was defensible. Yep. Fine. Yeah, L- they want to go in a different direction. But mm-hmm. what was their what was their plan to replace those guys? Aaron Baines. Yeah. And Alex Len.
1: Oh my God, that was a disaster. Gonna,
0: gonna chalk that one up as a miss for Kawhi and Bobby. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah. you so get from Messiah deb- Bobby. Right. Yeah. That's what I said. No, so you said Kawhi.
1: Then- you said Kawhi. Oh, Bobby. sorry.
0: Right. <laughs> for, for yeah. From Messiah and Bobby. And
1: Kawhi too. <laughs> yeah.
0: There you go. All right. Then you, then fast forward to the trade deadline that season when it was clear the season was in the fucking toilet. They had a chance to trade Kyle Lowry at the deadline and recoup yep. some real trade assets back. They didn't trade him for reasons that remain unclear. Then in the summer, he goes and signs with Miami, and the best they're able to recoup for their franchise icon is Precious Achua, who's a fucking backup center. Mm -hmm. Okay? That was Mm -hmm. a Mm fuck-up. A complete fuck-up. Then the basketball gods smile down on the Raptors. They jump five spots in the lottery, end up with the four seed, and they take Scotty Barnes. He falls Mm -hmm. in their lap. Mm -hmm. Now, I will give Masai this. That pick took some balls because Mm -hmm. if you go back, if you remember, everybody wanted them to take Jalen Suggs at that time coming Mm -hmm. out of Gonzaga. Mm -hmm. Scotty was a ballsy pick. It turned out to be the right one. I give him credit on that, but Mm -hmm. they also jumped four spots in the lottery to even be in that spot. Right. So they get Scotty right. Goes into the 21, 22 season. He completely invigorates the franchise. Everybody's Mm -hmm. feeling good. They end up playing decent basketball. They go on a nice run at the end of the year, coupled with the fact that, and this kind of gets lost in history. The Nets, the Bulls and the Cavs, who were all top five seeds, all got their seasons completely derailed thanks to injuries. The Raps were able to jump all three of them, end up in the five seed, push mm-hmm. Philly to a, a tough first-round series, and everybody's feeling great. Oh, the Raps yep. have a, t- a ton to build on. You know, nice run this year. They're only young. They're going to get better. When in yep. actuality, looking back, they were a team that overachieved in a year when everybody in the East got hurt. Right. And they probably should have been a playing team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's just the reality. Right. But they overestimate their talent. They go into the summer saying we're good. We're going to internal development. That was the phrase that we all heard that internal Mm -hmm. development. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the Celtics get Malcolm Brogdon. The Cavs get Donovan Mitchell. The Knicks get Jalen Brunson. The Mm -hmm. Hawks get DeJounte Murray. The Sixers get. Yeah. The Sixers get Melton and PJ Tucker. Everybody in the East gets better. Uh, right. You know, the Pistons draft Jaden Ivey. Even or even the bottom teams, you know, Orlando gets Bancaro. Everybody gets better. And what yeah. is the Raptors' major splash? One of my all-time favorites in this franchise's tortured history. The Otto Porter signing to save the bench, <laughs> which is even more hilariously bad now than it was in the moment. So they completely fucked that one up. Come yeah. into the year, get off to a terrible start last season. And yeah. and and, then, and, then and the rest... The rest we've yeah. been through. Then, then you know, yeah. it was clear they didn't have it a month in. They should have. Everybody, everybody that fucking followed this team, dad, knew yeah. what should have been done at the deadline. They yeah. had a fucking bidding war for OG. They had a mm-hmm. bidding war for Fred. They could have traded Pascal and Gary Trent, all four of them. All and they four of them. Com- they could have completely set up the next 10 years of the franchise's future. Yep. But instead, they zag and they trade a pick for Jakob Pertl. And end up missing the playoffs anyway. So when you really go through it, I know that that's a lot there. And if you're listening, you're probably going, what the fuck did Eddie just say? But when you really go through it, the only good thing that Messiah and Bobby have done in the last three years is draft Scotty Barnes. That's the only smart thing that this franchise has done
1: well yeah, and yeah okay and there there's been some missteps obviously um and and part of it has uh, as you said has uh, has to do with injuries part of it has to do with the coach nick nurse um part of it has to do with masai and bobby ob- obviously miscalculating on the on their evaluations of the talent so th- there's all those factors i mean you're right uh But I'm not going to shit on Masai and Bobby just because of all the missteps. I mean, they and and I agree. Yes, Scotty's been the only you know in the last three years the only great move that they've made. But let's see what happens. Like I think that there's a possibility if they can get Scoot, man, everything changes, right? So um, I agree. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Um, Here's
0: here's the point I wanted to arrive at because you're right. I think that they
1: have it's
0: this going to be very interesting to see what they do in the next couple of weeks, but. That's the point that I was trying to arrive at is that I think these next six weeks are very important for this franchise. Yeah. And Messiah and Bobby can't fuck this up because no. if they expect to come into camp next year running it back with Pascal and OG and Gary fucking Trent Jr. Not gonna happen. Like good luck, man. They're they're ready for another year of mediocrity. Seriously. Yeah, exactly.
1: No, yeah, I know. Um, and I, and I, and, and there's been too much mediocrity and I think everybody knows it and everybody feels it. And I don't know, I see some big changes. Um, I just want to shift gear for a second and just chat about um, Kobe. Actually um, I thought we had this discussion. Uh, I read this little thing about um, him posting an article a couple of years ago in the player's journal and talking about his competitiveness with uh, Alan Iverson. And uh, it was on the November 12, 1996. Um, just after you were born Eddie and, um, uh, Iverson went off for 41 and Kobe had like had five points or something like that, that same night. Uh, and he just, he went mental and threw his, (laughs) destroyed his hotel room basically. (laughs) And, uh, and then he plays against Iverson, uh, in 2000 and he gets skunked by him. And, uh, uh, Alan goes for, you know, same thing, like 40 and Kobe just was like horrible. And then, so Kobe decides, well, I'm going to study everything about him. So he goes in and he, he starts watching all this film on Iverson and he starts watching his, he even went to, to view his high school days video stuff. And then he decided, he went off in this tangent. He goes like, um, I, I started researching um, great white sharks and how they kill seals off the coast of South Africa. And I thought, oh my God, like who, who thinks like that? Because, and Kobe says, it's all about patience. Opportunity and angles. That's how he f- phrased it, right? And, and in terms of defense, when you're playing against a guy, that's exactly right. It's patience, opportunity, angles. And the fact that he he started thinking like a great white shark <laughs> to play Iverson. And I mean, to go outside the box like that, who thinks like that? Superstars do. Like super, and 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 you know what? The thing I loved about it was. Kobe just absolutely refused to lose. Like he absolutely he did everything in his power to lose to, to his opponent. And he was driven by that. I've never seen, and we can argue about him and, and Mike uh all the time, to- you know, for years and years and years. I mean, you know, I know you like Jordan, but um to me, Kobe Bryant was the most intense defensive player I've ever seen in my 40 years of watching basketball, whatever. Um, I'm serious. Like that, to, to, to hear that story and to read that about him, that man, he, he, that just says to me, he was so at a higher level than anybody else in the league when he plays defense. I don't know. I was, I, I was just blown away by that. It's well said, you know, I heard that Max Drews approaches the game the
0: same way. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, all right. That's uh, that was, that's a good spot to end. Uh, yeah. Look, I got nothing to add. I mean, you, you, you know, you, you know, my thoughts about Kobe, um, yeah. you know, and uh, yeah, it's uh, I, yeah. That's, 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 that's well said. I don't know. I mean, he's one of the greats, obviously I, yeah. I haven't, we talked about this. I have him, I think sixth or something. I had him seventh. I don't know. Something like that in that range. Yeah. yeah. All time,
1: but yeah. yeah all, time for, all time for me. He's, he's, well, uh, you know, he's, he's number three for me all time, but. No, it's defensible. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's, let's wrap this up. That was, uh, yeah. got a lot off our chest on that one. Uh, yeah. we'll be back later in the series for sure. Before the series ends, we'll Absolutely. do another check. Probably let's do another check-in after game four. See okay. where we're at. Yeah. And hopefully the Miami Heat aren't on the precipice of one of the <laughs> We'll find titles. out yeah fucking uh eric spolstra greatest coach ever all right uh see you dad and by the way if the raptors hire a head coach tomorrow and make us look like idiots who cares we're still keeping all that stuff in because they're still idiots for waiting this long um apple spotify you know where to find us we'll be back